Ladies and gentlemen, what's going down? It's your boy Mr. Hurry live and in full effect. Holding it down for anchor.fm forward slash 215. The non-stop working podcast, Philadelphia's number one independent podcast. D-A-U-S, the Divine Artistic United Society. Y'all know we're at www.daus.me. Shout out to everybody who's been visiting us at our website. We appreciate the support. It's really beautiful to be able to talk to you guys right now. I've been developing our newest segment. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on with the assassination of the Haitian president. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the COVID thing is still popping off. They're talking about different things with that. Different things surrounding that. So there's a lot of things still developing, all right? And um, I've been kind of just taking my time combing through some of this new information. I'm trying to figure out how to present it to you guys. Also going through and seeing what actually is... Uh, which information is accurate and which information isn't accurate. So I'm going to have a a very decent segment for you guys um, this week. So by the end of the week, you guys are having a a very tight show, so look around for that. Stay tuned for that. I want to say shout-out to my man, Moolah B. My man, Moolah B, is getting married soon. You know what I'm saying? So shout-out to my man, Moolah B. He's been doing his thing. Him and King Sess, they've been... Touring, you know what I'm saying? They've been in Jersey, Philly, New York, you know what I mean? Tearing up the scene. Shout out to those guys for putting in that work, you know what I mean? I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how they evolve and what kind of stuff they make happen. Wanna shout out my man Grid World Records, you know what I'm saying? Sir Sly Remarks and all of the folks over there, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of dope artists, man, here in the city of Philadelphia. I've been connecting with them in the past few weeks, connecting with them. Now that now that the the restrictions are letting up, it's easier to, to connect with people, you know what I'm saying? The gyms are open again, so I've been able to connect with guys. Now, I've been out late. You know, you, if you guys know me, I usually like to be indoors. By a certain hour, man, I've been up 3, 4, 5 in the morning politicking with guys. They've got me in ciphers. You know what I'm saying? I've been doing everything but drinking lean. You know what I'm saying? But... Connecting with a lot of these guys. A lot of these guys didn't know, you know, they, they see my face, but they didn't know what kind of work I do. A lot of them didn't know that I, I done put in some work, so I had to, you know, let, let a few guys know that I put in work. But more importantly, you know, what I love is I've done enough here in the city at this point where the work speaks for itself, so, you know, a lot of those guys were out there like, well, who is this and who is that? And then somebody would walk in the room and be like, yo, um, you know what I'm saying? Somebody will walk right in the room and, and basically let them know in some kind of way who I was, what, you know, what my significance was. And that's, that's, that's really the dopest feeling right there. You know what I'm saying? Like when Master P walk in, like Master P walk in, he really don't have to explain why he Master P. Everybody else can kind of do it. Now, I do think, you know, the story is always better from the horse's mouth, so... Whenever I like hearing when I like to hear when people say, yo, this is why Mr. Hurd is Mr. Hurd, because it lets you know what other people think of you in a way. You know what I mean? So some people are like, yo, he's this artist. Some people are like, yo, he's this rapper. Some people are like, yo, he's this promoter. He's this dancer. He's the skateboarder. So it's, it's just interesting seeing um, what people take away from the experiences that you have with them. 
very interesting stuff but i've been getting it popping we've been getting it popping so shout out to all of the artists i've been connecting with linking with building with because uh we're going to continue to do it and a lot of these artists got the right attitude now they have the right attitude you know what i mean when i was coming up you know what i mean dudes were on the tip like um Yo, I'm just trying to get these deals. I'm trying to get these deals. These new artists understand they don't need deals. They understand they can do a lot on their own and they want to. So that's a good thing. So guys, I wanted to let you know about this uh, this recent Sunday. This past Sunday, I did a small exhibition over at Rittenhouse Square. Took out pieces, took out a couple pieces, maybe I think I did about six canvases, oils on canvas. I took out there about six canvases and um, several handfuls of drawings and watercolor paintings that I did, smaller watercolor paintings and things. The, uh, the canvases were all about, I think like 16 by 20 or something like that, that size or larger, something like that. And the drawings were smaller, 8x10s, um, I think 11x14s, those kind of things. We went, we did really well though, alright? So I ended up selling 8 joints. I don't like to say selling. I like to say getting rid of. That's just me. I like to get rid of artwork. You know, I create artwork and then I like to get rid of it. Create, I create the artwork. I show it to people as like a form of entertainment, like TV, right? They watch the painting, they look at the painting, they interact with the painting. And then, if they want to take the painting home, if they want to keep the painting, they can purchase the painting. Okay. That's how I operate. Look, I'm going to make the artwork. You guys got to forgive me. Excuse me, the guy with that little horn going off. But yeah, I like to, you know what I'm saying? create the artwork, allow the people to interact with it. I like to see what they think about it. I like to learn from their experience with the artwork. I like to learn from their experience with the artwork, you understand? So, there's a lot of artists that I want to collab with and, and you know, I'm I'm really going to focus on myself here, guys, because I've been doing I've been doing this art thing now since what? I've been doing art all my life, but selling it, I've been selling it since 18 years old. You know what I mean? Really selling it. So I know it can sell. And the, and the reason I've always been able to sell the artwork is because I was always fair with my pricing of the artwork. See, everybody else wants, everybody wants enough money from one painting to be able to pay their rent for five months and chill and hang out and eat and barbecue and all that. And I find that artists... I think, I think artists hang themselves with that attitude mentality. See, you, you can't get your money because you want to play an unfair game, honestly. You know, so if you ask the artist, if you ask the artist that you see on the street, how do they determine the value of their artwork? Most of them just place a value based on their ego. I feel like my shit is this. I feel like my work is that. So... And I knew really early on and also from studying business that that's not how you that's not how you evaluate something. That's not how you give something a value. There has to be something that we're scrutinizing. There has to be something that we're looking at. Some way we're calculating these 
these points. You can't just slap them on there. So how do you get to it? How do you determine the value of the artwork that you're selling? So when I'm, when I'm creating my work, I'm always considering the value of it. Am I creating something that is high value? Whether the canvas is small or large, before I begin painting, I'm thinking, am I creating something? Is this that I'm going to paint right here going to be high value? Or am I going somewhere lower in the middle? So a lot of artists, first off, are making things for the wrong markets. You need to be painting or creating for the markets that you're going to entertain. All right, if you're not in a high-value market, I wouldn't be putting high-value energy into things. Also, what is the true cost of production? How much is your canvas? How much is the materials to produce the artwork? How much time did you put in? What is the person who buying, who's buying the work? What are they compensating you for? These are the things that artists need to be able to consider and also articulate to a potential buyer. Now, whenever I go out with artwork, I have all of this in mind. When a person wants a piece, I have this in mind. How long did it take me to do it? How much does it cost to actually produce the thing? You understand? I have all of that in mind. I keep all of that in mind. However, when, when the person wants to buy something, I want to sell. Do you understand? It's never a time that I come out with artwork and I desire to go back home with it. Ever. I don't care how good the work is. If I bring it out, if I, if I showcase it, I want it to go. I want it to walk. I want someone to purchase it. I want someone to take it home. I want someone to frame it, put it on her wall. So my attitude is sell the work. My attitude is totally sell the work. Sell the work, sell the work, sell the work. Others is argue, debate argue, debate, argue, debate. I make the experiences as easy as possible. You come by, you like this painting, talk to me about what you're willing to spend on the painting. That's, what, that's, that's all I'm talking with people. I'm not arguing with them about my price. I'm not arguing with them about what I think about the painting. I'm not arguing with them about how much I like it because family, understand artists, no one really cares about what you think about your art. They care about what they think about your art. And if you can't have or leave room for what others think about your art, no one's going to buy it. If people have to see in your artwork what you see in it, no one's going to want it. If people have to think about your artwork the way you think about it, no one's going to want it. The best thing that an artist can do is set that artwork up there and allow others to determine the value, to allow others to determine it. And you simply take it or leave it, artist. Take it or leave it. Okay? If a painting costs one million dollars, I'm going to say as an artist, there's no painting that costs one million dollars. There's no painting that is worth a million dollars. Maybe there was a painting that was fifty dollars and it grew to be worth a million dollars over time. You know, this many people want it. It was owned by this person. It was in this condition. Maybe, right? It can get there. But it just does not cost a million dollars to make a painting. It just doesn't cost a million dollars to do it. To create the level of creativity just isn't millions of dollars worthy honestly it's not to say that artists shouldn't be compensated fairly and that artists shouldn't make big money for work if people are willing to spend it sure but i'm talking about the artists in these attitudes a lot of artists are broke because they keep themselves broke because they have a i don't want to make money attitude they have a i don't want to be successful attitude and to me being an artist i'm saying and to me so this is my opinion being an artist, right? If you're an artist, 
and you're successful, you sell work. That's the bottom line. You sell it for $5, you sell it for $500, you sell it for $5,000, you sell it for $500,000. You sell work. If you're an artist, if you're a full-time artist, if what you do every day is get up, draw pictures, paint pictures, and you look to sell and take care of yourself and feed yourself and save money and be able to invest from artwork sales, then that means you're, you're producing artwork to be sold on various markets, high-end, middle, and low. High-end, middle, and low. That's the only way you can do it. That's the only way you're going to have a sustainable career as an artist if you're selling art is to be producing artwork at different levels. You know, and so I hear a lot of guys, they'll talk a lot of good game. No, my work is this is worth this, but they're not producing work. They're not producing work. That is that's the quality they're saying. Even you see what I'm saying? So to the artists out there, I want to encourage you to make money, but I want to also encourage you to. Allow your work to grow on people, allow your name to grow, allow your brand to grow. Don't get stuck in a. Don't get stuck in a, in a I think, a, a kind of like a, I don't want to say a starving artist. I got to figure out some kind of way to, to, to label this. But it's, it's, the, it's this attitude where you want Dolly-type prestige, but you don't understand that Dolly didn't have it at first. You want this Van Gogh-type appreciation, but you, you're not putting work out consistently. You understand what I'm saying? You want... Millions of dollars worth You want millions of dollars for your work But in all actuality You're not even putting You're not presenting um, You're not presenting uh, uh, Finished work And when I'm saying finished I mean finished um, Covered with a varnish Placed in a frame You understand what I'm saying? If you're going out on the street and you're selling artwork on the street, I'm not saying that the street lowers the value, but I mean, consider where the artwork is being purchased. All these things need to be considered. And I think artists could do a better job if they become more considerate and also cling less to the work. Don't paint things that you feel like, you know, you never want to part with. All the work that I paint, I want to part with. What's the point of painting it? I don't, you know what I mean? I know guys that have apartments full of artwork of theirs. And I'm like, well, what are you doing with it? Well, people don't want to give me good money for the work. It's like, well, they don't want to give you money for it. Or they, they will give you money for it. The issue is, see, people understand artwork has value. People understand that you need to pay for it. The problem is you want, like I said, you want $2,000 for your painting. And the painting isn't worth $2,000. You're not even trying to make it worth $2,000. There's no presentation. There's not a certificate that comes with the purchase. There's not a, you know what I'm saying? What is it that they're getting for the $2,000? You can't even explain to them why they have to pay $2,000, but you want it from them. And I think when an artist has that kind of attitude, that greedy kind of attitude, I think it makes you less of an artist. I think you're less of an artist and more of a hustler when you're thinking that way. Do you understand? I had a Spike Lee image out that a guy came up and purchased. I wasn't going to sell the Spike Lee because I was using it. It's a really good drawing, man. I love it. Honestly, I really like the Spike Lee. But when the brother came up, he was with his girl. And I was like, yeah, man, check me out from a distance. I was like, check it out, man. Follow me on the gram, dot, dot, dot. 
So he left his shorty side for a second. He said, hold on, I'm going to go check it out real quick. So he went over there. His girl tried to listen to him like, nah, come on. We actually was here. Like, hold on. So he ran over and he looked at the artwork. He said, okay, okay, uh, uh, okay. And this is all from a distance I'm watching him. He said, okay. Then he pointed. He said, damn, that joint crazy. Soon as he seen it, he said, oh shit, that's Spike. Like, you know what I'm saying? He saw it. He said, damn, that's Spike Lee. Like that. And he moved over. He said, oh, all right, now. He said, damn, that joint crazy. He came back to it. He's like, yo, how much for that joint right here? I came over. I talked to him. I said, well, look, you know, nah, nah. He said, yeah, but all right, well. He's like, no, I'm not going to give you that for it. I was like, okay. He was like, oh, you know, I mean, so he pulled out the watt. You feel what I'm saying? He pulled out the watt, flipped through the watt a couple times, and just handed me the cash. Like, nah, nah. I was like, blah, bless. Handed him the joint. He took it. Bang. Bro, I'm not going to argue with the man about how much you're going to pay for it. See what I'm saying? He wants it. I'm not going to tell him, nah, you can't have that because it's mine and it and it's really well done and, you know, it's unique. What the fuck? He wants it. Yo, man, I want you to have it. You willing to pay for it? Yeah, how much? See, and then he's willing to pay way more than I'm willing to charge. You see what I'm saying? He's He was willing to pay well over what I was willing to charge and he did all I had to do was want him to have it all I had to do was allow him to have it you see what I'm saying I'm not saying that artists should sell themselves short I'm just saying that artists you really need to become more considerate of the time we're in and what your market is when you're dealing with the, the big buyers you'll know when you're not you know but there's a lot of little guys who just don't understand art culture. They don't understand how to buy the painting on the street, up the value of it, flip it later. They don't know anything about that. But then you got people who do. So I think it's a balance that these artists have to find. You have to understand that there's different markets and you need to practice catering to the different markets if that's something you're going to do. You don't have to. If that's something you're going to do. Okay, but I just want you all to know that I will be killing the art game here for it. I have been. I've been waiting for some time, but Sunday was officially my reintroduction. Sunday was my my official reintroduction into the art selling game. So I'll be out at several different places. I'm going to I'm going to uh, I'm going to decide that and I'll keep that posted for guys so you know. But throughout the month, I'm going to I'm going to be in different places. All right. Rittenhouse Square is going to be one of the places that you'll be able to find me doing sketch work and, and knocking off some paintings. And then going to be a couple other places where you guys can catch me doing some live sketches and stuff like that. All right. So on Sundays, I'm going to be at Rittenhouse Square getting it popping. I'll either have artwork for sale. Right. Or I'll be doing live sketches. Uh, a lot of the times I have both of those things going at once. I'll be doing live sketches. And um, I'll be doing live sketches and also selling artwork. You know what I'm saying? Quick joints. I mean, stuff that you don't have to pay too much for. You know what I'm saying? And then we're also out there collecting donations. So if anybody wants to come past and just drop a donation, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, we did really good Sunday. We did really good Sunday. I came out with eight canvases. I went back with two. All right, I had eight canvases and... Um, uh, a boatload of drawings, man. Like I said, just like a whole lot of drawings. And so we did four. We sold four canvases and we sold four drawings. All right. It was really good. We also collected um, a, a decent amount of donations as well. 
All right, so that's the beauty of the live performance. When you're out there and you're doing a live sketching, people get to see your artwork, right? But then they get to see you live. They get to see you actually in person, how you speak, you know what I'm saying, what you look like. You know, these are all things that become selling points. You know, you understand what I'm saying? When they can, when a person can come up and view the artist, a lot of time that encourages them to buy. When people see your artwork, they really don't know that you created it. You know, they really have no idea that you created it. It's, it's whatever you say. But when they get to see you right then, painting, doing it, hands on with it, they get to see you focus. They get to see you thinking and figuring out things. Well, that really inspires and encourages a lot of people. It encourages a lot of people, you know. And so even if a person's not in a position to buy a painting, because sometimes people can't buy your artwork because they're not in a position to be handling art, meaning they're out on a date. You understand what I'm saying? They can't carry a canvas around. They might, they might be in town for a minute and they got to get back to the airport. All different kind of things. So I also want to encourage you artists to remember to consider that too. You know what I mean? You want people to buy your work, but if you come out here with these 24 by 12 canvases, how's anybody going to deal with that? How is anybody going to take your... Uh, how is anyone going to get your, um, your art? You understand what I'm saying? So... got to be considerate artists consider consider your buyers consider the market you're dealing with all right but we are crushing the game i want y'all to understand that we got that art thing popping we didn't just we didn't just kill it sunday you know what i mean we we killed it took it to the morgue took out the organs buried it we did a lot you understand we did a lot and we're gonna keep crushing them you know what i'm saying we're gonna keep crushing them yeah man so i want y'all to go follow a player all right baron herd paintings we got a lot of folks on the instagram following us too from sunday all right baron herd paintings on instagram b-a-r-o-n-h-e-a-r-d paintings on instagram go follow me all right also do me a favor go on there like something drop some comments and um if you guys can man help me get this help me get them followers up on the gram man i need some i need some followers i need i need my pro my instagram pro bros I need y'all to help me get that Baron Herd paintings joint up there, all right? I'm going to be doing a lot of fun artwork. I'm going to be doing um, a lot, just a lot of fun stuff, man. So stay tuned. And to see it, you guys are going to want to be checking out Baron Herd paintings, all right? So get with me, folks. I got to go in here and get it popping real quick, all right? This is anchor.fm forward slash 215, the nonstop working podcast. Philadelphia's number one independent podcast, DOS, the Divine Artistic United Society. Your boy, Mr. Hurd, and we are out of here.